0: Yo, Big
1: Shaq, the one and only. Man's not hot, never hot. skiddy cat, boom.
0: Two plus two is four. Minus one, that's three. Hello and welcome to a bonus edition of the Players View podcast. And today we're doing a little uh, something a little bit different. And we've we've been very busy, myself and Greener. Um, we haven't managed to get a, an official guest in, and we're, we're struggling to find the time to do full-length episodes. So, I'm sat in my kitchen, and I think Greener's sat in his bedroom, and he's joining us via the medium of FaceTime. What's up, Greener?
1: Not too much here yet. I love using this technology. It's
0: way better. It's saved on the petrol. It's just way easier. I can be in my kitchen. You can just chill on the bed. We
1: don't We don't get to hang out, though, but apart from that, it's all good.
0: Yeah, we don't get to hang out. I don't get to come to yours and chirp Evan Mosey, who's... Oh. Uh, of call of duty on. professional player right now
1: he might um he is literally a call of duty professional but we might try and get him on in a few weeks i feel like mose would be a good guest and uh i'm sure the fans out there want to hear from mose so if you'd like us to try and drag him away from his headset then um
0: such a nerd isn't he.
1: yeah tw- tweet into us and we'll try and separate him and get him on at some point pigeon
0: anyway john what's been going on how was belfast
1: it was really good. Uh, obviously, huge win for the boys. Um, you know, Belfast came back into the game, but then we've been so good. You know, in overtimes and shootouts. So, I think you know to go there, a divisional matchup, um, and obviously one of the one of the hottest teams at the moment, and get two points keeps the top of the league, Yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a good game. So yeah, it was awesome.
0: Bell Vegas, did it live up to expectation?
1: Uh, it was pretty. I mean, it was a Wednesday night. It was a late game. We had we had a nice meal in the hotel. Um, there was a little bit of going out, I won't lie. In <laughs> but it wasn't. It, it honestly wasn't anything spectacular this time. But there, there's still time, so don't worry about that. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah. You know the Saturday there's still an early Saturday a Friday early Saturday game to be had I feel
1: yeah I'm sure there's still going to be a chance to enjoy the full Bell Vegas experience at some point down the road so um (laughs) but yeah we'll save that for nearer the end of the season I think yeah
0: maybe in the summertime or whatever we'll talk about that so we're not you know throwing anyone under the bus um so what's been happening then in the world of of British ice hockey
1: oh so much stuff um We're doing pretty well, top of the league, qualifying for the Challenge Cup. All the the Challenge Cup teams are through now. Um, I think there's still a few games. We still have one game to go in the round robin, but the sort of top eight are through, already through. Um, And that was one thing I wanted to ask you, actually, because I don't know if you're aware of this, but they changed the format for the next round. Right. So basically what happens is the teams are through. They get ranked one to eight, obviously according to their points in the group stage, and then what happens is you get to choose your opponent. So they don't do a draw. So whoever's ranked first gets to pick who they want to play, and then whoever's second gets to pick who they want to play. So what's your views on that format?
0: I think it's cool. Yeah, I, I think it's... I think when. Uh... <laughs> They've kind of done it halfway through, which, to be honest, I don't think it is. If people want to moan about it, they want to moan about that. I think it's a great idea. Um, yeah, something
1: different. And it adds yeah. it, it, different element, like thinking, you know, do we just go for, like, the team that's the lowest in the league? Do we go for a team that we've got a good record against? Do we go for a team that's, like, geographically close? Yeah, um,
0: mate, who are you going to make the most like money against? Are you going to, you know, the best fan? Like, it's, it's actually, it's a really good idea. It keeps it fresh, because I, I did read the read um the press release or you were telling me about it and there was the reasons they gave were actually really good like yeah it means that the eighth place team you know they've got something to prove if you get picked as you know by the first seed you might yeah, not be the eighth it's place it's team but a chip on the shoulder top. yeah and yeah. likewise you know it puts that pressure on the first team well we did pick this you know we're we're definitely the top dog. so yeah, i think it's i think it's pretty good i feel like the elite league making some half decent moves really they, i saw that they they're gonna to go to four four men system. Yeah, yeah, which is about time. Like it is as a result of the old uh, the Fretter incident. So yeah, that's that's pretty good.
1: Yeah, I, I I think that'll be good. I mean, it's just those. Even if it just catches a few of the big incidents, like behind the plays, any you know maybe you know, the game's so fast now, maybe you don't see a hit to the head, or a hit from behind, or a kick, or something really dangerous, and you know, an extra official, I don't think it can hurt, you know, and it's, especially if, if you've got a a veteran ref, with a more rookie ref, you know, the, the sort of young ref is learning off the other one, so it's kind of like learning on the job, so it's like, you know, they get to see how the other guys do it.
0: So I think it can only be good, really. I don't really see any negatives to it, so... Um, no, there, there would, I don't um, mean there would be any negatives, would there?
1: No, I mean, you would just get to see how it is and then if it's successful and everything and it keeps it the game a bit cleaner and stuff and whatever, then next year I'm sure they'll go with it from the start. But again, it's one of those things like... You just got to experiment with things in this league, you know, try different things. If something works, then it's, you know, if, if it's in, you know, if you're in the NHL or something, it's tried and tested. But even they try different things, different rules, different formats. So, like, you got to keep evolving. So, I think, yes, yeah, good. Just try both of them. If they don't work, don't use them again. If they do, keep with it. So, I like it.
0: Yeah, cool and what about um, Sheffield in the Continental Cup actually this is how hot off the press we are we're doing and talking about stuff I hope this will be going out when it's all relevant rather than last time we spoke about Andy Joshua six weeks after he uh, flipping knocked the guy out but yeah Sheffield in the Continental Cup yesterday they did get hammered 7-1 yeah, um, do, do you know is that a bad thing is that a good thing what would you think about now? well I mean
1: in Europe, you know, they're flying, you know, it's not the Champions League, but they're still flying the flag for the league, so, you know, I, th- I think the, the top th- top two go through, they're playing Rungstead tonight, and then they have another game tomorrow night, um, so I feel like if they win both of those, they could still finish in the top two, which is fine, um, so for me personally, obviously, I want them to go through, because it looks good on the league, and you know, and obviously, from a Panthers point of view, it means they have to play another three games later on in the season. So, you know, like last year, we got a bunch of extra games and it kind of hindered us a bit. So, you know. Hopefully, we get to play them at a point next year when they've got to play three games and three nights in Europe. And But, yeah, I just think, really, you know, you always want the other teams in Europe to do well. You want them to go through and fly the flag. So, yeah, hopefully, they can bounce back today and tomorrow
0: and uh, do, do the Elite League proud. I think it shows, as well, how important a good goalie is. And I'm not saying that Mastakovs is not good. Um, I just saw someone tweeted his stats. He had, like, a 67% save percentage. And I just think that when, you know, you guys did well in a Champions League... Mike Garnett was out of this world, uh, yeah. and that obviously helped because you guys were outshot most games, and you were in games. And that's not not to take it away, but it just shows that if if Garnet maybe lets a couple in early against Bern or a couple against Zurich away, it's it's suddenly a five six seven nil game. Um, but you know this, I'm sure about bounce back tonight. I don't know him, Mustakarvi. I think he's probably pretty decent. I know Laco scored against him once. So can, oh. he, can he be can he be that good? If old Rob's taking a flipping wrist shot. And, uh, yeah, and and Rob, was,
1: Rob was like 19 when he scored that goal
0: when he was like the future future Rob yeah and uh, yeah. But, so um, I'm sure he would sure be decent but yeah I think it just goes to show if you need yeah. you know we're still not Betty Britain's not quite on that level we're, we're, we're catching up but again you need to have everyone turn up your goal needs to have a good night really to, to do well in those competitions just like Mika did last year to be fair I mean I know you played like Azerbaijan and Mordor and whoever else in the first leg so but they, when the team got decent we
1: played good Teams, yeah, like you dominated.
0: You dummied them, Yeah.
1: Yeah, we played good teams, and Mika was really good. So I'm sure he'll bounce back, and they'll be hopefully they have two wins the next two nights, and then they're through. And it's kind of good for everybody, really, so.
0: Yeah. All right. You want to you want to crack on with a little uh, good week bad? I week? We quite like doing this because we never know what we're going to talk about.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. I Have, I'd you, love have to. you got one? Um, okay, so I've got I've got two for my good week. Right. That's S- sorry, odd. Um, the first one is good week for the Dundee Stars. Right. Why? Because obviously they've had a bit of a tough start to the year. They lost Chris Lawrence for like three months. Oh, and, spill a little liquor for the loon. Yeah, um, but the last week they beat Belfast and they beat Cardiff in one week. Um, Did they? So no, a very good that, week. Yeah, I mean, not. It's just good for them, you know. Two big wins at home. Hopefully, will you know pump up the home crowds a bit and just it's good for those teams to. You know, win some of those games is good for us that they they won against the big teams. But I just think for them to be Belfast and Cardiff in like three days with each other is that's probably their the week of their season so far. So yeah, <laughs> I
0: week. feel like that's kind of like a sneaky actually good week for you boys because yeah, like you say, they beat two of your rivals. So yeah, cheers, but
1: yeah, me. I mean yeah. So good week for the stars. Um, and my other good week, yep it's more of a shout out really, but. Um, yeah, good week for
0: Josh Tetlow and Jordan Kelso making the GB under 20s. Ah, funny you say that mate, cuz my good week is actually just the whole team, the GB under 20. Yeah, well, the GB under 20s team because actually for the first time in I don't know how long, the GB team looks like legit. Like they've got a lot ah. a lot yeah. of good players coming from not just obviously Josh and and Kelso but you've got like Sam Duggan flipping playing for the seniors and he's in the mix you've got Kirk you had like a few lads who were playing in like not just some random uh, Canadian development thing but like you know in Sweden in Finland in Czech Republic like they look like they're gonna be legit and it's good it's like yes okay British hockey like we had a great generational talent 10 years ago and we fumbled about with it and did nothing and now we're in one and then we're just you know seeing a little bit of like the tail end of that of like Farms and Lacks and sort of Davey Phillips and those era who are flying the flag we've got a massive gap after them and hopefully you know British hockey can catch this current crop and uh, you know do something with them because that, that team is loaded with talent that's the most talented team I've seen in a long long time so yeah, hopefully some, uh, they some, do well
1: yeah there's some good names as well Morgan Clark Clarky's boy making the team
0: yeah big up Clark switch- go on Wait- Clark and Co. Um, <laughs> Shout out, Clark and Co. He's also um, a big fan of grime music, so we know that that's always good.
1: Yeah, that's probably why he made it. But, yeah. Um, no, but he's done really well. Like, he's worked really hard. He's been in Canada. Clark, he said he's so like, you know, he just gave everything for that. And he's like a young, you know, he's only 17, so to make the under-20s yeah. is awesome for him. So, but like you said... And yeah, he's a really
0: good kid as well. He's a nice kid. So's is Tex and yeah. uh, Kelso. So it's good to see good lads yeah, they, doing well.
1: Yeah, they've all done well. Um... So that's your week. So my bad week... Go on. My bad week... It's actually not this week. It was a couple of weeks ago. Right. But my bad week was your struggles getting the podcast <laughs> into one segment.
0: Yeah. It was... Out, it's outrageous what happens... What Apple will make you do if you don't want to pay them loads of money to use because, their, use their stuff.
1: their stuff. like, you're really smart and really good with technology... And I know for a fact it was a tough
0: week, you trying to figure out how to get it from two parts to one. Honestly, I was just like, I was ready to throw the iPod, the laptop, the flipping TV, whatever, out the window. It was like, it's outrageous. If you don't want to spend like 50 quid on the proper Apple podcasting software, to get it how we wanted it, to get it with like the music that we wanted at the start and everything else, it was just like, oh, I oh, couldn't have it. I'm chasing the kids around all day at school. Flipping, goodness knows what's going on there. And then in the evening, I was coming home and battling with the iPod and I was not happy. Would
1: you say it was your full-time job for seven days?
0: Yeah, I was actually a professional journalist for seven days because I probably didn't sleep. So I was probably doing 12 hours of school and then coming home and doing 12 hours. So like I had two jobs and just zero hours sleep. But you did
1: it and now we have it in one part.
0: And now now we're the best.
1: Yeah. All right. So yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, my two. Okay, good. I like that. Now my bad week. Stay with me because I'm going to lead into a more sort of serious issue. It's highlighting. I'm going to get your opinions on it. But but my bad week um, is a is a. I'm going to say friend of the podcast. I'm sure he is. I mean you don't you know him. I don't really know him. But uh, bad week, bad couple of days really for Dave Sims. All right? And this is always a bone of contention. If Sims is listening to this, I'm sure he'll love it. And uh, this is not because he we did a whole interview and he thought of oh, someone completely different. Because <laughs> because that if anyone knows. Me knows that that's happened to, for 90% of my hockey career. So that was yeah, just a week, so yeah. Yeah, that was just another thing. But basically, I don't know why, but it's like Simsies was sort of tweeting like a, I don't know, moody adolescent girl, like a teenage girl. Like he was bickering with like fans who had, I don't know, like six followers and, and sort of chirping about the Galakos thing. And then they obviously got hammered in the Continental Cup, which, you know, no one wanted to see. But he was then tweeting, he tweeted something like, Lions don't care about the opinions of sheep. And I'm just like, seriously, like, did he see that on a, on a fancy Instagram quote? With like a nice filter and, you know, as, as, as the boy at school that he fancies, just like, you know, not shown interest and he's trying to show he doesn't care. And then he, he uploaded like a blurry, topless selfie of him in the pool. Like, look, everything's fine. You know, I don't care that Nottingham won the, the Continental Cup last year and we just got beat 7-1. Like, I was just a bit like, oh, David... Rough rough week for old David Sims. I did enjoy
1: I did enjoy the picture of him in the pool, I gotta be honest. Oh,
0: it's just like Simsy, what are you doing? But then this leads me on to my point of the what are you doing? Because this gets me going with British hockey that Simsie, if he wants to be the king of the fans, like the most well-known fan, have his opinion, be outrageous, and wind people up, cool, good on you, that's how you want to fill your time. But it fires me up because he holds a real position in British ice hockey, like he goes to board meetings, he's the social media guy for the Sheffield Steelers, and the way he carries on, it's just such a bad look for the game. And the way... I would describe Simsey as the, like, he really wishes he was a professional hockey player. And that's not like a dig, because I know he gets it all the time. Oh, you couldn't even skate, so where's your opinion? Like, that's not what I'm getting at. I'm just saying that he knows in his heart of hearts he will never have that mutual respect with, like... You know, you, you'll you meet, like, I don't know, you didn't really know Shieldsy that well, but you met him the other day, you have both played, you you got that mutual respect. And he'll never be able to get that, so I feel like he does these things where he tweets these ridiculous things as almost to, like, show off, like, boys, see, look, I'm winding the fans up. I'm not a fan, I'm one of you lads. And I just think, that's fine, but then he's got an official position, you know. He's the, the, the head of the social media stuff for Sheffield, he goes to board meetings, he's, and I'm just like you can't blur the two and that's why it looks so unprofessional. I don't know about you and that's why it was like funny because he was tweeting like a teenage girl but then also like, come on, Elite League, like, clean it up with all of this. Like, On the Ice is so good, so professional at the moment. Like, clean it up off the ice because that is what's holding it back. I don't know what you think.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's just like, you know, Sims is really good for the game, and, you know, he promotes it well, and, you know, he causes a stir, and, you know, he does so much for Sheffield, like, he, you know, he's so valuable for them. But, yeah, I mean...
0: That's my point, though, that he does that, but then he'll tweet yeah. things, like, just just, just outrageous things, and some of the things he was, like, defending Fretter, <coughs> and it's like, yeah, you're going to defend Fretter, but, like, if you was his friend, or if you were, like, his teammate you'd say that in the room like the things he's saying is like you'd say that in the room or oh, you know yeah i can't believe Fretz lost his head he shouldn't have done that but galakos shouldn't hit people from behind like, that's the conversation that happens in the dressing room and it's gone it's not on record you can't be the head of social media whatever he is for sheffield and then be tweeting things like oh that'll learn galakos he'll learn his lesson like that's just so unprofessional that's what that's my issue is that like yeah. I, don't, I don't care that he said that like if that's your opinion sweet and if you want to be the, the biggest hockey fan ever with loads of followers and that's your opinion but you've got to separate the two and the elite league will never do that and that's why it's just like it makes a mockery of it you know that's, yeah, that's I, what I, it I don't, is I
1: don't really think you know people in that position should you know, tweet and things like that really because like you said it's obviously he's got his views and a lot of them are probably really good but like yeah it's just like he, he's involved with them so yeah I feel like he shouldn't really it's fine making statements but you shouldn't be getting like petty arguments with fans that are like yeah. you know it doesn't happen at other places and like you know if, if you look at like I know the NHL is totally different but could you imagine if like GMs and owners and like that were like tweeting out yeah. and like up in fans and stuff, it's just, yeah, it's not very professional, because I feel like no one else really does it, if you know what I mean, but he does so much good for the league and for Sheffield, and, you know, gets bums on seats, and, you know, he's awesome in that respect, but, yeah, with the other stuff, I'm just like, he does so much, you know, and the stuff with him in the swimming pool is, like, funny, like, that's just funny.
0: Yeah, I don't care about that, that was just, like... I'm just saying that's you know embarrassing. You're gonna get chirped for that because don't take a blurry topless selfie. Yeah,
1: like that's just
0: never a just, good look.
1: Yeah, I just feel like you should just stay out of that stuff. Let the fans argue over suspensions and like things like that. But yeah, or
0: or but, not, and then just don't get involved with the official side. But yeah, my my bad week was a rough few days for old Simsy boy. But I'd, I'd like to have him back on. I'd like to. I'd like to even go. You know, maybe, maybe you and him sit down with him and we can talk. Like so. he knows who I am, and I'll bring my, um, you know, I'll bring a printout of my elite prospects or something for him, just just to confirm I'm not a forward. But also, I I just want to add on that point, (laughs) I want to add on that point that he actually added me on Facebook, I don't know, like six or seven months previously to that, like midway through that last season, so I feel like he he, he was aware of who I was, and that sounds like I'm just like, I wasn't sour about it, it's it's funny, but yeah, that was hilarious. That was probably my favourite moment of of the series.
1: You know what, I think I'd like to get him on again, like maybe in, say, like January, February, and kind of be like, oh, you know, it's the run into the league, you know, sorry, to the league title. Who do you think's going to win? You know, do you think the league's been better this year? You know, almost just have a bit of a review of the first sort of four months and then you know, kind of looking ahead to the final stretch of the playoffs and everything, so... I'd also, again, I'd
0: like to ask him about some of the other, just like, press him a bit further, you know, we didn't really, no one really knew each other, and it was, it was good, it'd be interesting to, yeah, yeah. to see what yeah, he has, I, think, I mean, unless and, he listens to you know this what? and he gets sour, <laughs> which I hope he does, that'd be funny, but not in a nasty way, I don't hate Dave Sim. I don't have I an mean, opinion on him, I'm just, you know, saying the truth. True, we said that to um, like Hogarth, didn't we? You know, it'd be
1: we had him on at the start of the year, and then it'd be good to get him on in at the end of the year almost and talk about how he thought the officiating was, and how he got treated, and how the league is, and you know, who the big characters were. And it'd be good to kind of get a couple of the guys on again and see what's gone on in, in the time between. So, I'm sure we'll get some of those guys on.
0: Because, yeah, I think that's a pretty pretty good idea. I think we should get some repeat guests on. I'd love to have uh, your boy Fitzy G on again. He, yeah. was, he was good stuff. But, yeah, I think we we should get Simsy maybe get uh, get Hogarth. Um, I wanted to ask you again about something that's just cropped up today and, and what you think about it. In very brief, like, um, summary of what happened, Brock Wilson has kind of thrown his hat in, his his name in the hat, or thrown his hat in, I don't know what the phrase is, to say he should be... The um he'd like to be the elitely commercial director I think it was the long and the short of it now he, okay. he wrote some like six page I don't know if you saw it like some six page thing. it was on Twitter earlier
1: yeah um, I did see a couple of them I didn't see all six but I clicked on probably three or four of them yeah
0: so what are you thinking about, yeah see I did that I was like alright Brock like we get it <laughs> we don't need I yeah, couldn't, I mean, I couldn't I was, read six but I mean one I or two pages what of, do you think
1: I, I was yeah I was kind of intrigued but I mean obviously I know Brock I play with him he's an awesome guy and like The best thing about Brock is he's one of those guys that's like, you know, he's so good with the fans and people, like, he's so, like, a bit like Cam Jansen you know, he's so approachable, he's so likeable, he's pretty easy on the eye for the women too. (laughs) Uh, But no, he's just like, I think uh, the league does need... Something, but do you remember when we were talking to Todd Kelman, We brought this up, and I think he didn't. He say something like, "Oh, you know, who's to say that there's not like wheels turning about this?" You know. Yeah. Like,
0: but maybe he was just bluffing us to make it sound yeah, like maybe, he was being recorded, and he was like, he wasn't actually. He was like asking us, like, "Who is saying that?" I want to know so I can like chirp him back.
1: Yeah, no. I mean, I think I think as the league gets better and more professional and grows, it would be great to have somebody in that role that deals with. Uh, I obviously wouldn't know their exact role, but deals with the structure of the league and the media side, and connecting fans with the game, and growing yeah. the game, the junior side of it, the publicity, everything. And you know, I'm sure he would be great. You know, he's been in hockey his whole life. He's his dad played in the NHL, and he's he, uh, he trains a lot of guys off the ice. Um, if if there's if they're going to have a role like that, he I'm sure he would be great for it. But again, it's like, you know, bringing a guy over, probably, you know, expenses, how much they pay him, whether the league can do that or not. Obviously, I don't know. But I mean, yeah, it's kind of a bit random that he's just kind of, like you said, throwing his hat in the ring. But I mean, I'm sure if they advertise that job, they'll get a lot of good applicants. I'm sure he'd be a great one. But yeah, I mean, it's...
0: Yeah, I think it's... I think it's not necessary, but I'm just going to say it, that it should be a Brit. It should be an ex-hockey player who's a Brit. And I know we bang on about the Brits on this podcast, but we are a Brit-loving podcast. If you love imports, probably not the podcast for you. Although we do speak to them, and I've got no problem with imports. I have lots of friends who are imports, but in terms of how the system treats the Brits, I don't think it's right. Um, And I, I don't know, I think there's plenty of quality players who are coming to the end of their careers... Um, who, who like, we we spoke about it, actually, we, we've got to say this, shout out to Bison, uh, Banners on the Wall, which is the Bays Stoke Bison podcast, we chatted to him, uh, yesterday, today's Saturday, yesterday was Friday, check out the episode, and we, we kind of spoke about this, of getting ex-players involved in the game, that should be a priority, you know, there's, now, you know, there's been so many good players, that have played for the last 20 years, when British hockey's been on the rise, come from nothing to something, and they've been there and seen it, and they need to get them in the game, so, yeah, I'm sure Brock is a lovely guy. But my personal opinion is give that to Jonathan Weaver if he wants to. Give that to Ashley Tate. Give that yeah. to Clark if he doesn't want to coach. Give that to, you know, lads who are, you know, going, coming to the end of their careers and looking for new avenues. And then in 10 years' time when, you know, Davey Phillips and Ben O'Connor and Dowdy and Lacco and Farms are nearing the end of their careers, get them in as understudies, you know, and keep that yeah. culture. And I, I think that Jobs for the Boys you need jobs for the boys, but the boys are players, not jobs for the boys who are these people who are employed by the EHA who have just coached ENL South two once, and they've got a mate you know who's on the board. Like, no, get them out, but you know, get in the lads who who've been there and done that. I think that's um, yeah, that's my that's my view on it. Yeah, I mean, I think like <clears throat> you want people from
1: all aspects. You know, someone like Brock would be great because he's played in you know the states. He grew up playing... Yeah, but he's
0: not a Brit, Brit though, so...
1: Yeah, that's true. No, I'm I'm joking,
0: joking. sorry, carry on, carry on.
1: Yeah, no, but he's, (laughs) you know, you need people that have seen games, you know, the game's very good in the US, it's very good in Sweden, just say Russia, Finland, wherever. You want people, ideas from all different areas, you know, so exactly what you said, and obviously money's a big issue and things, but, you know, I'm sure Brock would be awesome. So, say you've got Brock and then you've got...
0: No, I'm I'm against Brock, I just want to say that. I don't know the guy, nothing against the guy, but I'm against Brock, so yeah, you've got got Brock, I've not, yeah, carry on. But if if you
1: had like a little committee of people, again, it's obviously more expense, but just say, okay, we're going to have commercial directs, they're going to help run it, we're going to hire three people as a full-time role, because it'd be probably hard for one person to do it, and just say it was like Brock, David Clark. Not that he's retiring, but just someone like him who's, you know, at that end stage of his career. And John F. Phillips or Weaves or someone. So you've got someone that knows the game from the US and a couple of guys that have known in this league. Or you get a guy from, you know, who's from Sweden or someone. You put a little, like, committee together. And then you've got kind of the best of everything. You've got, you know, they'll all have contacts all over the world. They've all seen the game differently. But the core of it is British guys that know the league, know the players, the sponsorship, and I mean, yeah, I wouldn't just give it to one guy from North America because why would you do that? But I've you know, no problem bringing them in, having them in in a role kind of thing. But I think if you can get two, three, four people to do it and kind of make one big committee, you know, it'd be awesome. So,
0: yeah, I, I agree, I think that's. Not badly, like I said. Nothing against Brock. I don't know the guy. I'm sure he's a lovely guy, with great ideas. I just think that too often in in British hockey we're so quick to, you know, hand everything over to the North Americans because they. Well, I say they invented the game. I think technically we did, but whatever. They're the ones who do it best, so they must know everything. And actually, yeah, I don't. I don't really buy into that. In as much as yeah, they the coaches know what they're talking about and things like that. But more, it's more like just just because the NHL's Canadians, I mean, a Canadian person will know how to market a game in England because England's different to Canada. Canada's, you know, hockey's ingrained in Canadians from the, the day they grow up, but it's not in Britain. No one cares really about that, Do you know what I mean? So I, I think that it's 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 just, you know, you've got Brits coming to the end of their careers now having to retrain and go into different careers, um, and why not keep them aboard? You know, these people, some of these lads have played over 100 times for a the country. They've given everything they can, and you know why? Why would you not speak to them? And I'm, I'm sure they do. I'm sure, they do behind the scenes, and that's great. And I hope I hope they do. But that's just my my view on it.
1: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, I just hope there's a position like that does come around, and it's just you know it shows the league's moving in that way, and um, it just makes it more professional. So whoever ends up doing that, just hopefully there is that role, and there's other roles that you know come about like that, and the league just kind of grows and grows. So yeah,
0: decent. Did you have. What else did you have? You wrote some things down. I only wrote a couple of things down, but you wrote some, a few more things down. Do you have anything else you wanted to bring up? Oh,
1: yeah, some other discussion Come topics. On. Well, first one is obviously very dear to your heart. Come on. R.I.P. Slaven Village at West Ham. Oh,
0: yeah. And then who have we got in? It's
1: Moisette. Yeah, so, I mean, my questions are because, you know, Go obviously I've used on it, but you're the hammer, so. Go on. Should he have gone?
0: I mean. That club is just a mess. I've said it on here before. Any, if you talk to any other West Ham fan, it's a joke. They think because they've got this big stadium and they've got, you know, Bobby Moore won the World Cup and he was a West Ham player. in 1966, that so we have this right to be a good team? Like, we're a joke. We sign bad players and the management are out of their mind. And then they expect some poor manager, who's, who's a very good manager, to come in and fix the mess. Like, maybe Moyes will save it. Maybe he won't. But whatever they're doing, I don't, you know, I don't really think it's just like they're always going to be a mid-table team. They're never going to compete with the top eight, really. So if they finish ninth, that's a good season. And to be honest, I don't think Bilic would even really care because the way it works now with the managers, isn't it? if you get sacked, if you don't work again, they just have to pay out your contract. So yeah, Bilic, I mean, Bilic is straight chilling. He's I mean, not I just, quite a good
1: manager, so he'll just get paid out and then eventually yeah. he'll get another job. Um, but it just seems funny that they just went with Moyes so quickly. Like... And I'm not saying
0: he's a bad manager because he's got a really good track record, obviously. But like, you got Ronald Koeman out of a job. Yeah, he's like, he's not good though. I don't think.
1: You got Di Matteo has not worked.
0: good either. Won the
1: Champions League.
0: Yeah, but I feel like that that was like the players one. Like Terry and Lampard were really the yeah. managers. So you,
1: but you know. Um, I mean, you're the West Ham fan, so I'm just saying, but like Dice, Harry Redknapp, like, just, I just thought that there's a lot of people out of work, and it was just like, yeah. oh, we fired. Next day, oh, Moise is hired. And I was like,
0: it is. It's, it's, it was slim pickings at best. I kind of just want to quit and start again. Disband them, start in the conference again, work your way up. Like, it's just, yeah. oh, it's, just it's, it's minging. And it's just like, I think I'm just going to stop supporting them, maybe, and just like pick a different team.
1: Do you want I, to support Tottenham?
0: Not really after today, but I quite I do well, quite like I'm Tottenham. Not, but,
1: but think about, at least think about it.
0: Well, I actually like Tottenham, but why well, I might just pick like Man City. Because there's why <laughs> why wouldn't I? I've been to Manchester, I mean I know my mum's family's from East London, but like yeah. so I could have just picked I don't know, dunno, don't know, whoever. Anyone, anyway, man, yeah, Man City. in fact yeah, I should have done that years ago, then I could have I wouldn't have been a glory supporter because uh, they, they were rubbish then. But yeah, tough tough times for the Hammers. Hopefully it can get there. We play tomorrow. I don't know who, who they've been playing. I can't even remember. They're playing Watford. Oh, I'm not going to waste my time watching that. No, I'm not going to waste just... my time watching what's more than likely going to be a nil-nil draw. Yeah, I would just check teletext.
1: Is it teletext? Is
0: so. it teletext? Are we living in the 1990s? Yeah, I think it's
1: teletext. A
0: five, number one. Do you, have, do you still have bootcut jeans? Oh, actually, yeah, you do, but it's... Uh,
1: yeah, but they're sweet. Yeah,
0: they're sweet, but it's 2017, so maybe not the best, best example. Oh, so what else What else did you have written down?
1: The other thing that i got is um, Anthony Joshua, just quickly. Obviously, one point five. we were talking about. Yeah, you um,
0: look like a genius. I look like an idiot. I'll hold my hands up. I said knockout <laughs> after two rounds, wrong. You said yeah. late rounds. Obviously, you knew better. Well done. It wasn't, wasn't the best fight, but I mean, he won. This is my thing. He's obviously...
1: Klitschko was awesome when he fought him. Obviously, just four people here and there. What's your view on, like, for me now, it's like he's, like, 27, 28... For me now, it's like it's go time. Like this year, he needs to fight all of the big dogs. Like, yeah, that's no, like, not, not chirping him, it's not really his decision, probably. Who he fights, and he's been awesome. Like, he's obviously like my favorite sports at the moment, and we know everyone knows I love him. But, like, you know, there's Wilder, there's Parker, there's maybe Fury if he can get out of one,
0: because um, <laughs> he's, like, he's very um, in one.
1: I feel like it's just time to be like, I'm just going to go through, you know, the, the time comes when you just have to fight all the big dogs. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I just want to see him fight Parker in, like, two, three months, then I want to see him fight, like, Wilder in the summer, and then I want to see him fight Fury, like, maybe this time next year, because all of this stuff when they call each other out... And <laughs> Did you, like, have you
0: seen that? Have you seen, like... Joshua calling Fury out And then Fury responding Which if you haven't watched it Watch it It's hilarious
1: I feel like Joshua doesn't do it He just gets on with business But like
0: No Joshua the, did Joshua called him out Oh did he?
1: Fury yes. out Yeah But you know And it's just like Let's just put this to bed Like I just want to see All of the juggernauts Go at it next year And just have like An undisputed Heavyweight champion Like there's about Eight different belts Yeah I see Joshua Have them all so, yeah, and I'm sure it'll happen and I know it's not easy because everyone wants this amount of money and they want to fight in this arena and this month and you can't please everybody but I just think it's time now. We've got like, three or four big heavyweight champions at the moment and I just want to see ding-ding and I want to just see them go at it. <laughs>
0: just a couple meets, mate. I think it 100% has to happen because... I think now Joshua's beat a couple of guys who are half. I'm well, not even say half decent. We're not like basically fighting a bigger version of me, some sort of scrub. Like I think the world expects it now because he can't. None of them now can go back to. Did you see Wild? Did you see what Wilder did? Because I don't know if anyone listening saw. Did you see what Wilder did? I saw he fought the guy. Yeah. Did then... you see? Did you see how he did it though? Did you see what he was doing in the ring? Yeah, it looked like yeah. he was fighting. It was outrageous. Like he was just—it was ridiculous. If you haven't seen it, just Google Deontay uh, Wilder versus Bermet Stevern or something. Yeah, Steverne, Steverne. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ridiculous. So these lot, there's only there's probably only four or five good heavyweights in the world now. They've got to fight each other, otherwise, who's going to watch boxing? And they always yeah, half on, don't they? Like, like boxing's in a often, crisis, get, but
1: you don't often get it when there's you know you had it obviously when you had like Tyson, Holyfield, Lewis. And they all fought each other, and it was awesome. And like, and you know, now you've got those, and it's like they're all like in their prime, they're all like awesome. And yeah, I just want to see them. There's all this talk and stuff, I'm like, let's just get it on. Like, <laughs> Go you're all going to make loads of money, you're all going to be superstars. Like, and you know, if Joshua doesn't win, that's fine. Like, he's not saying he say will. Like, Wilder's awesome, Parker's awesome, but like, let's
0: just get those big fights going now sneaky uh, boxing expert Oakford over here who knows everything as my pick showed sneaky pick for you fury the best of the bunch just saying just saying <laughs> not right now because he's like 27 stone <laughs> yeah. and he's he looks more like a doorman than a world championship boxer but he's actually sick like yeah, but he's also a complete joke which I love I kind of yeah, I love hate him it's bin, weird I,
1: I'm gonna throw David Hay in the ring oh too.
0: bin no hey get out
1: well no not not I don't think he's gonna fight those guys, but like, but yeah, he might do. But it's just like you know, Fury's—he's a bit of a joke at the moment because obviously whatever's happened. But like, he's actually really good, and if I—I I don't like his act at all. You see, like,
0: I, I love his act when he turned up as Batman. I was yeah,
1: uh, it just makes a mockery of him. It. Like, it. Stop! <laughs> it's a real sport. Like, but anyway, but he's actually really good. So yeah. that's why dangerous. Like, if he got in really good shape. He would him and Joshua would be a really good fight, I think. Yeah. And that's what I mean about Hayes, a bit like that. I look like I don't really like Hayes act, but he's really good and he's jacked and like he would yeah. probably cause Joshua some problems. So Yeah,
0: like, he's I a think, nerd though. I don't like David a- Like everyone no. if someone said I look like him once I was just like oh Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> we're, we're the same person. Maybe just meant your body. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably. Getting obviously cause just, I'm, And because I'm, I'm double hard. But, yeah. um, but for me, it's he's a just, nerd. I don't like him. I don't like his his.
1: I don't like his like, like of character. His jib. Yeah. But, but that's what I mean. That like talking. That's all done now for all you guys. Let's just get it on. Like, let's just you four or five. Let's just get three or four dates sorted. And I want to sit down and watch him
0: Yeah. Go time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Any, anything else you had written down like, to discuss?
1: Um, the only thing I had was a quick shout-out for the goalie union, which I know you won't appreciate. Oh, goalie
0: um, friend.
1: But it is NHL, which oh. I know you're a huge fan of. You probably know oh. this, but you, I think even you'll appreciate it. Devin Dubnik, Minnesota Wild, back-to-back-to-back shutouts three in a row.
2: Yeah, that's uh, good.
1: Doesn't happen very often. Like, especially in today's NHL, it's so good and offensive and players are so good. Like, to get three shutouts in a row, I've got to tip my hat to him and say that happens like probably not even once a season in the whole league. So, a shout out to him.
0: Weird though, the goalie gets the credit for the shutout, the forwards are the goal scoring superstars. Oh, weird, D men aren't getting any credit. Where, where are you <laughs> saying about all the shot blocks they made, all the shots they didn't oh, get through? Sure did <laughs> no, I'm shot. joking, I'm only joking, but seriously, he made
1: like 106 straight saves and he's playing against NHL guys. Yeah, so. and they,
0: they're good to be fair. NHL yeah, guys, yeah, so, All right, we've, the- we've got about. Um, I think probably about five minutes left so I wanted to finish I think the first time we did an episode mate you asked me for my teammate all time teammate so I'm going to flip flip the script yeah. and I'm going to go with your all-time teammates, all time teammates alright I'd like to like I'm to prepared, hear them I'm excited yeah I thought I'd do it unprepared am prepared as well get your natural responses alright so best play you've ever played with
1: ooh tough one um because I'm old, so I played for ages. So I played with loads of good people. Um, it's funny because you always think about different people from over the eras. Like you know, one from this team, one. I'd probably have to say David Ling if I had to pick one. Yeah. Um, he was just so good. Like he just did everything. He scored assists. Like he was tough. He was like, people were scared of him. Like, he could win games by himself. He was an awesome guy off the ice, like... Yeah, terrifying
0: guy. Yeah, but yeah. Lo- lovely guy, but terrifying.
1: Yeah, he just had that presence, and he was just... he was just, And, you know, he played in the NHL, and he was, you know, he was pretty old when he came here. And he he was, like, 5'8", or whatever. And, like, he, he made the NHL in the era where you had to be, like, 6'3", and nails it's not like it is now it's, it was like back, it was like back in the war zone and for someone of his size to make it and play in that era and just be so good like yeah he, he was probably the one you know i said there's different guys from different teams that i played with there was obviously great guys everywhere but he would probably be the one that i would say was like the standout all-round superstar for me yeah yeah
0: all right um funniest ever teammate.
1: I don't want to say David Ling for all of these Um, (laughs)
0: yeah he was pretty funny too he
1: was he was really really funny Uh, pick
0: someone else then you can't have Linger
1: can't have Linger Um, you know what really going a long way back my first year in Basingstoke Sean Maltby was really funny right Uh, again older guy but like just did like loads of little subtle like pranks here and there and like you kind of had to know him to you know Out loud, making guys laugh, but he was just, like, really, really funny. Like, I remember when he was in Sheffield. I can't remember whose car it was, but every single day after practice, he would go and, like, put a banana skin on someone's windscreen. (laughs) Like, no one knew who was doing it. Like, and this went on all year, every day. And eventually the guy went and, like, went to the main thing and looked on the CCTV and like looked at all the tapes and like spotted Malts going out and throwing it on there. every. <laughs> so that was pretty funny. That's, that's uh, quite
0: a funny like, um, I don't know, view of like a hockey player's life. They have that time to then yeah, go, not yeah, only do the a- prank, but then go and check the CCTV and it. <laughs> I'm sure that yeah. I can imagine that week in practice, it turned into like a CSI. Yeah. And it's, it's not like a massive it's something
1: so small But it was just so good And so yeah. ongoing It was just like um, But yeah I'd say yeah Like Linger Maltby Were really funny But like you know Like every Not even every team You play for But every year You're on a team You know like Chris Lawrence oh. is like, The like, moon he's, Yeah like he's funny Like you know Just every year There's somebody That's like A real character And just like Um but yeah, but I'd I'd say I'd say Linda and Morby stand out. They're kind of the same era, same kind of wily veteran, funny. Like a lot of little sneaky jokes, like in the background and stuff, always made me chuckle. So yeah, I'll go with those two.
0: Yeah, some some good uh some some good picks there. Have you got any? Have you got a favourite Loon story? Because I know we played together. He's probably the, the funniest guy I've ever ever played with. Like there's like almost like a bit of a legend surrounding him isn't there. Like everyone who comes and spends time with him, kind of just remembers his behavior you got any funny like one incident that you could you could share for the podcast obviously
1: Uh, you know it's funny you say about him because it's true it's like kind of the same with Linger but everybody knows who he is and like when new guys come to the team and like they know you know him it's like oh I remember him from you know this time and that time and it's just like everybody knows him he's just like legendary
0: yeah he's a great great guy to be fair the the loon alright worst dressed teammate you ever played with because oh, I'm laughing, t- you, know, you know why I'm laughing. Yeah, because you think I'm the worst. Yeah, because you are the worst. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I'm awesome.
0: Well, yeah, um, you're, yeah you're awesome, but not the, not dress sense-wise. Yeah. You're, I mean, you're, you're better n- now. You're, well, we've just discussed this before, you're definitely better now.
1: Yeah, I've, I've cleaned it up a little bit. Um,
0: Although, the, thing, the one thing you need to do, <laughs> and I know you tried Lax's jeans on the other day, is you yeah. need to get like fitted jeans. Because the straight, the straight cut with the boot cut jeans at the bottom... Like, is, that, is that not in? That's that's that hasn't like I said that hasn't been in since the nineteen nineties. Damn it! Yeah, but they were good in the nineties. They were it. <laughs> they were good in the nineties when teletext <laughs> was big, and uh, whatever else we said earlier, five was number one. Right? Yeah. So who is the who would you say is the worst um, dress?
1: Oh, that's a tough one. Worst dress sense. Um. See, I'm more like of the old school where I think like, didn't you, like I remember when I was like in Sheffield and yeah. like you know, a few times, and firstly, they're a lot cooler than I am, so, like, <laughs> they're winning, really, but, like, I remember the first time I kind of, like, met, like, Dowdy. Yeah, and,
0: I thought you would and, say this, like, us, but, like, the young Brits.
1: Yeah, and it was just, like, the really tight trousers, <laughs> and, like, the boat shoes, and, like, the t-shirt with, like, the huge neck down to the chest. Yeah, I
0: feel like, like that was Dowdy with the Geordie Shore kind of thing, like,
1: yeah, and it's not... It, it's just bad from my point of view because I'm just like, that can't be comfortable because like, it, it's just really tight. Like, it can't and quickly, left his socks on. has shoes without socks on. I'm like, it's, I don't know, it's just madness to yeah, me. Yeah, but that's like, the look. Just...
0: You've got to roll the jeans up a little bit and then leave a bit of ankle <laughs> showing. That's how, that's how you do it, John. Yeah,
1: there's... It's just, I'm just more about comfort and warmth than anything.
0: Can I ask Vic, your wife, to get you some fitted jeans for Christmas? Would you wear them if she did?
1: Yeah, I just, I feel like I'm on show. It's like a meat market. I'm like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, why do I want to have tight jeans so everything's like on show? I'm like, yeah, because you know they I'm can
0: they can see you've just, been doing your lunges in the morning.
1: I your, just want to blend in and like not be noticed. <laughs> right? I
0: think that's I it, just, isn't it? Like, that is... <laughs>
1: Yeah, I just I just want to wear jeans and a t shirt. Like, oh, he looks nice. And a
0: fleece, maybe uh, a zip up fleece. Occasionally, you wear a hood.
1: Yeah, I'm like I just want to be Luxembourg. I'm just neutral.
0: Yeah, but you're vanilla. You're just, <coughs> yeah, a, a so, vanilla ice cream yeah, in Luxembourg. That's all it is.
1: <coughs> Dowdy, not not bad. It just for me in that era, it was really I was like, oh goodness. To be fair, um, you used
0: to chirp me about some of the things I used to wear, but again, it was just because. Like,
1: it's just my era, like, I'm just older, so it's just like, you know, when I was 21, 22, like, imagine me going into an Elite League dressing room with, like, plimp soles and a v- shirt on.
0: Yeah, true. Yeah. True. Like,
1: would have been a tough go for me. Um, no one else, really. I mean, Moe's obviously makes... Oh. No, he's not badly dressed, although he he does have one shirt this year. He has these, like, tight trousers and... To a home game, he wears a white short sleeve shirt and he looks like a mix of a geography teacher and, Jay- and Jason Mcateer. From when they want the <laughs> Clarky calls him Jason Mcateer, and it's it's he's got like a blazer with elbow patches. The Ross Geller he wears with it, and it's, <laughs> it's
0: what is most. Why is he? Why does see Moses more Luxembourg as well. He's kind of you know he's although he's more like college dress he's yeah, like yeah but he's gone uh,
1: from wearing a tracksuit and just you know looking like he's on the, the basketball squad yeah. to like all of a sudden he's like turned it the other way yeah. and he looks remember a take that I'm just like <laughs> show
0: no, I guess that's how will do it to a guy yeah uh, yeah. yeah okay yeah Mo, yeah Mo's what about the what about the best dress can you flip it on its head can you think oh. of someone who's super sharp all the time
1: oh immediately I'm drawn to Mika Wheatman
0: oh sensational
1: yeah like anybody like Mika that can get like but he's the same like no shoes uh, sorry no socks you know like bow tie braces like but if that was me it would literally look like I was in fancy dress (laughs) but but for him it just works like you know what I mean like him and like Laco Stevie like they look gorgeous when they come to games like (laughs) um you know, like, Dowdy in a suit, obviously, like, they look good. Um, yeah. You know, Clark, he's always really well-dressed. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say any of those guys that can just pull off that, like, sharp, tight-fitting suit that looks good. Just, yeah, just, it just wouldn't look good on me. But yeah, I I'd think it would, I'd
0: though. T- this is the thing. I think you just got to believe in yourself more. Like, just take that leap right. of faith... Get those, yeah, get those, no, um, the, the side of your head shaved again. Get those sides nice and short.
1: Yeah, really short on the side and then like greased over. On the top. Yes,
0: tight, tight suit, trousers am that t- don't go that go in rather than out at the bottom. I think yeah, it could be a you question. On.
1: Am I too old for an earring?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it now it depends what kind of earring. I think you probably shouldn't rock, say, a hoop earring because then you're going to look like no. you're, you're running the waltzers at Goose Fair. I think. <sighs> You probably you could you could I think you could get away with Diamante because I think you you could look that kind of like Portuguese like Ronaldo footballer look if you if you sort of, like yeah, I say I you sorted that. out the t shirts all right sort out the bottom half maybe get a, like a a pair of like Nike trainers yeah. um well yeah or rather than you know ones that are just built for comfort and then so yeah basically yeah. this whole
1: podcast and my teammate thing has just turned into me just
0: getting ripped about my fashion <laughs> oh, it kind of went that way but I feel I feel ripped is too strong I feel like I'm helping you and also, maybe our listener one last could help shout you Shout on to
1: Eric Lindhagen yes. on the, the well dressed the Swedes um, just
0: they dress sick they do dress sick yeah, and Lindy, Lindy's cool it. he liked well, yeah. I remember when he came and we were talking about he liked grime music he had, the, he had the fitted jeans he was wearing the bomber jacket I'm like yeah this guy's he could be a Brit yeah but he can yeah. receive a puck on his backhand so that kind of gets that rules him out slightly um, all right Smartest teammate you've ever played with?
1: Oh, not a lot of smart ones. I <laughs> would say probably when I was in Sheffield, Rod Sarich. Yep. Okay. Really intelligent.
0: Don't uh, know him, but I do know. I actually I saw him once in our Sheffield reading a book, which makes him smarter yeah, than ninety five percent of, of he,
1: everyone. Else. He's a well dressed, gorgeous human, but yeah, he's probably one of the smart guys I've played with. Um, who else since I've been at Nottingham? Matt Francis was very intelligent, was uh, did, his, did his MBA here, he was really like funny, you wouldn't necessarily think it, because he was really funny and like outgoing and stuff, but yeah, he was very intelligent. You know what, is pretty smart. Yeah, he is, the brain, LeBrain. I don't know if he's like that sort of MBA, real world job smart, but he's... he's
0: yeah, he's, <laughs> he probably uh, could be if he ever wanted to get out of bed past 10 o'clock yeah. on an off day.
1: You know what? Garnett's pretty smart. Is he? Um, he's doing his MBA. He's a pilot. He can speak Russian. Mm.
0: So
1: I, I can't do any of those things. So yeah, uh, I put Garns up there too. Yeah, he's pretty smart.
0: Who's the least intelligent you've ever played with? Can you think of anyone?
1: <laughs> oh, goodness.
0: <laughs> oh, no, so I'm trying many. to think as well.
1: So many. Um, see, I don't know if the loon is really smart or really dumb.
0: Yeah, and that's part of the that's the enigma around him. That's the legend around the loon.
1: I think he's really smart. Actually,
0: Well, he's doing an um, MBA. Although he did try to do it. Well, he tried to do a college course initially, <laughs> music production, which he he quit. Then he tried to do an MBA at Coventry, and I think he wasn't really taking it seriously. But now he's actually doing one, so I think he probably is pretty smart.
1: Do you know what's funny as well? Just going back to your question, mm. I won't name too many names, but I remember when I was in Basingstoke my last year, and someone said to me like. This you you would have been practicing with us a little right. bit that year, like my last year. Okay. And someone was like, "This is the dumbest team." They were like, <laughs> "We had about eight people import that didn't even finish high school."
2: <laughs> and like our head coach was Aldi, who I oh, love. Yeah. But like he left school in like year ten.
1: <laughs> we're like so. Our coach doesn't even have a high school education and there there were genuinely like we had an awesome team but you know we had like the the long-haired Danny Stewart we had like Derek Campbell obviously Aldi yeah uh, and it was literally I remember someone saying at one point like we literally have like eight guys that don't even have a high school education
0: <laughs> uh, I mean I, I don't remember because I was too scared to say anything whenever I practiced I think I was only like 16 seventeen I just wanted to keep my head down and not not say yeah. anything, but I don't know. I'm trying to think of anyone who's not not the smartest um guy. Anyone else, can you think oh, I don't know. I don't know.
1: Um uh, I mean I played with Andrew Sharp in Sheffield yeah. and I love Sharp. He's honestly one of the nicest guys I've ever met, like the best teammates, one of the funniest.
2: Yeah.
1: I'm not sure he's that smart though, but <laughs> He's a friend of the show, so if he's listening, maybe oh. he can send us in his great. and he's doing really well with his hockey business and everything. So he's the actual oh, like jokes
0: on me. He's yeah. doing really well, but I mean And he's really hard, so if you ever mind. saw you again saying this, he'd obviously beat you up. Oh yeah, he'd crush me. And me too, at the same time. <laughs> and then he'd eat me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, right. Um where's well, here's a random one, but I saw on Soccer AM this morning. Um, best dancer.
1: Ooh. Um that's a good one. Um, oh, you got me stumped. I'm just trying to think back of guys like... Someone like Kowalski would probably tell you he's the best dancer, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. he definitely wasn't. I'm trying um, to think who
0: was like... I mean, again, the loon. Very confident with his moves when he got going. Oh,
1: yeah, the loon. Because he, you know who is a really good dancer? Jeff Brown.
0: Yes. Yeah, as part Excellent. of the trio. With Matt Carter, it was the Three Amigos.
1: Yeah, but like Brownie's the kind of guy he can dance to any like hit any song like. Yeah. And it's actually for me like I don't even know how to dance, but like he actually it's like he knows the dance to every song. but like yeah. Whatever song he's on, he just does the right dance. I'm like, oh yeah, that like actually makes sense. That's really good. Yeah. So uh, I'll say Brownlee because he's big into his music. Yeah.
0: Um, he's a good yeah he's a good music guy.
1: Yeah. He just yeah he can dance. He's good.
0: What about worst dancer? We'll have we'll come to the last couple. The worst dancer.
1: This is tough for me to answer because I am the worst dancer. Like I've
0: I've never seen you said, dance, though.
1: No. Do you know why? Because I haven't. <laughs> I I I say this to Vic. Like I've I've never danced.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. Because it's About
1: the attention, like I mean, maybe when I was like eighteen and I'd had like six hooches, but like
0: <laughs> hooches.
1: But do you know what I mean? Like I've never. I just would never. Like when would I ever dance? Like.
0: Yeah. Well, if, what about your wedding? Did you slow dance with Vic? Or did she not make you?
1: If I showed you the video of our first dance, you would be like, I feel so bad for Vic. (laughs) Well, I I do anyway. I may as well (laughs) have just stood on her feet and she just walked around me like I was six. (laughs) I can actually,
0: I can picture it now.
1: I've got the video. It's hot. I I feel so bad for Vic. It's her one special day. And I'm just like, but you know, when I think about dance, I'm like, I just... I just oh like when would I ever do? Why would
0: I ever do it? Like. Well, I think as well, like you don't, you you not that you don't like, but like, like if you like, say like rap music or hip hop, or whatever, like a lot of us younger lads do. Not saying you're old, but whatever. You can kind of get the rhythm, and you can, you know, it's kind of like <coughs> a little head bobber. But I feel like you don't even have a. Def- I feel like we're just ribbing you here for an hour. That's right. But, but like, I feel like yeah, you don't have that defined like music genre. Movie, genre so you don't yeah you don't really know which dancers to pick. Yeah. you're not really like a rock guy like a headbanger you're not even really like a the killers kind of guy you know like a bit like indie you're kind of just yeah no. you're, just, you're just Luxembourg just, I
1: just want to sit down and observe the music
0: yeah and see yeah um, just see what's happening and.
1: but yeah other bad dancers there's tons because there's very mm. few good dancers let's be honest but um yeah. Oh yeah, Oli had a good dance-off in
0: hell. Oh, Do you remember that? Like
1: Ollie's probably not a good dancer, but yeah, I'll say me for worst he, dancer. His
0: effort was great. Okay, you, you <laughs> for worst dancer. And then finally, then we'll come to your desert island. You're, um, you've got to pick three players, ex-teammates or current teammates. Uh, if you're stuck <laughs> on a desert island with what, who and why.
1: Okay, so the first one I'm going to say is going back to my days and so days is Eric Braff right and he should actually also get a shout out for intelligent because he's probably one of the most intelligent guys i've played with okay um and he's just like hilariously funny and he's smart and he'd probably figure a way for us to get out yeah um i mean i'd probably take lacco yeah because i mean you know you know probably better though. He just he keep morale high again he's quite intelligent he You know, he'd probably figure out, but he's just good for entertainment and he'd find something for us to do. You know, he'd he'd find a coconut to play football with or he'd figure out a way to get Wi-Fi or something. You know, he'd figure something out. Yeah, because he just
0: lands on his feet all the time. So I feel like he'd be just like happy about it to be there and then eventually just Um, work out. And then who else have we got? Um, We need someone else sort of, like, upbeat and fun to be around. So we've got
1: Braffron, we've got Lacco. Um, Who else have we got over the last couple of years? Um, I I guess Moe's would be a pretty good
0: one. Mm, Would he, though? I mean, he's... I love Moe's, but...
1: Yeah, he's he's not very useful, but he's, (laughs) he's quite upbeat and talkative
0: and he's yeah. quite fun to be around Like, like I, I, I love Rose but for anyone listening to the podcast he <laughs> is the biggest child ever so oh, on yeah. a desert island I just feel like you'd be just looking after him like his life he basically goes and skates really fast and is really good at hockey then he'll go and eat like a pizza from Morrison's and then he'll <laughs> sit in his room eating sweets until like 10 o'clock at night playing video games then he'll have dinner and then he'll just play video games
1: yeah he's Steven Landsberg. <laughs> <laughs> he
0: does he yeah. eats lunch alone that's, so maybe that's how he he actually
1: knows. one of my one of my good friends Bob wren might be i'll go with Bob wren because he's a little bit older yeah he's very funny and he's very wise um he's a bit like I was saying about maltby with like the sort of the the clever comedy so yeah i'll go with Bob wren because he's yeah he's a good guy and he'd probably figure out how to get us off and if not, he'd keep us amused anyway. So Braffa, Lacko, and Bob Wren, I'll go with. Can I flip it
0: <laughs> can I flip it on his head then? One last thing I just thought of. Who would be the three that you would least like to be stuck on Desert Island? Where we could like we could do it together. And not because you don't like them, but because it would oh, just no. be a disaster.
1: Um goodness.
0: I mean, there's probably too many to mention in there.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of people. Um, I feel like farms would be <laughs> Like not not because I wouldn't I love spending time with farms, but he'd be very downbeat. I think he'd be he just wouldn't enjoy it, and he'd get sunburn and you know I just don't think he'd enjoy the experience. So I wouldn't want to put him through it. So
0: yeah, I'll
1: I'll say not for farms. I say we don't want him because he'd hate it. Um,
0: Yeah, he would. Yeah, he'd hate it. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people would not want to be in that situation. I think Moe's, I think Mo's for me would be a tough one because I love Moe's, but I think he wouldn't, we just wouldn't get anything done. He would just, yeah, he'd be so annoyed that he couldn't play Call of Duty. He'd be yeah. so sour and like, yeah, he'd, I can't see him having very good survival skills. He might be wrong, We might be wrong. He'll listen to this and, you know, we will we can ask him, but. We'll ask him. Um, okay, who else? Let's
1: think of a combined
0: one that yeah. would just
1: be a terrible person that would
0: just um, I don't know I don't know I can't I, don't, I can't really think I can just think because we just said about it. that's what made me think of it he'd be And like, I mean
1: pretty much all of our teammates have been awesome so it's like yeah I,
0: there's no one I don't think I've ever really played hockey with anyone I don't, really don't like Yeah.
1: Like, there's exactly, people you don't so get
0: like, on with uh, but rarely do you find like bad eggs and they don't really tend to last on teams anyway so I, I don't know and that's not because we're trying to be politically correct there's, nothing, there's no one I'd really want to call out on on the airwaves yeah I,
1: I just can't think of um, anyone yeah I can't really think of, and it's house not house yeah nothing there, against
0: yeah. Moses and Farms I just feel like it would be tough going us us four, us four on a, on a desert island I think we would be struggling because you're not Mr. DIY nor am I really and no if
1: it's, if it's you are and if it's like for me I can do the grunt work and I'm good for morale but I'm yeah. not going to make a raft out of bamboo, uh, bamboo shoots anytime yeah. soon
0: so. like if you wanted to know about the respiratory system for example or sports leadership I can teach you that um, yeah. but I don't have many other skills and I know Sarah would agree I mean, with that if we were making
1: if you wanted to make a podcast from there that yep. would be
0: awesome yeah I um, could I could, I know how to do that because I studied at uni but yeah, that's uh, that's a tough one. It's a nice way to end, I think, John. I think we'll yeah. uh, we'll leave it there. And I wanted to end real quick with a couple couple shout outs to some listeners. Firstly, I want to shout out Scott Spearin, uh, Bracknell B's coach, a good friend of ours, and he he recently had a, a nasty injury um, at work, and I know he listened to the podcast. And he texted me; he was very complimentary about it. Um, oh, so yeah, he was, and I forgot to say about that. So yeah, shout out Hog. Shout out to everyone else who's. Uh, all the other hockey players oh, yeah, who've been who've tweeted us in. If you've tweeted us in, if you enjoy listening, Ewan King, Tom Carl, I know those boys listen. David Oliver, Big Dave from the Romford Days. I know he's a listener. Um, but just anyone, really. You know, everyone, Ben o- Oh, yeah, we are were, we were gonna shout him out, would not we? Ben O'Connor, congratulations yeah. on an addition to the O'Connor family. Glad everyone's well. Um yeah. and just anyone, really. Hi. Go on. Oh, yeah, no, just a little
1: so yeah she will be in beauty. I'm sure so yeah congratulations
0: to him yeah good yeah and that's I just wanted to finish that anything else you want to say before we end it
1: no just hopefully obviously we'll, we'll get a guest lined up we've obviously been super busy we thought we just you know we did the interview yesterday for the other podcast show so we thought we'd uh, do our own one too just us two so we'll get um, if anybody out there has got any good suggestions for guests we want to please the public but if not we'll be back in a week
0: or so with, uh, with a guest so yeah keep listening yeah thanks very much i man's not hot. I tell a man's not hot.
1: The girl told me, take off your jacket. I said, babe, man's not hot. Never hot. I tell a man's not hot. Never hot. I tell a man's not hot. Never hot. The girl told me, take off your jacket. I said, babe,
2: man's not hot. Never hot. Hop out the
0: four door with a 440. It was one, two, three. and.